Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Obviously not the type of performance we desire. Uh, we came in, we looked at it yesterday uh, with our football team and made some acknowledgments. There were several things that were very disappointing about the game. I think chief among them uh, was the fact that Houston we thought were more physical than us and played harder than us. And particularly at the early portions of the season, forget whether or not you're playing poorly or you're losing. There's there's a get better component of this process, particularly at the early stages of the year, and it has a lot to do with coach decision making, how you structure uh, preparation. But I'll ask him not to be selfish. I want to get an exposure to where he is without uh, robbing the other guys potentially of preparation. And then as we get into it, his functionality. If we're going to have a successful day, we got to be good in space. We got to be good in space as tacklers uh, because we got quarterback mobility and those schematics. That's exactly what it creates. That's Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, talking about Lamar Jackson and the problems that Lamar creates coming off a game against Cleveland with a quarterback rating of 142.5 rushing for two touchdowns, throwing for two touchdowns. The Steelers, obviously familiar with the problems he creates. And you just heard Mike Tomlin say, yep. you got to tackle. You got to be better in space. And because if he gets out and starts wreaking havoc, it's going to be a long day for our defense. And we'll get into stats as the weeks roll on. But we look back, I don't know, a month ago, we talk about the Steelers. Today's October 4th, by the way. Look at the Steelers. You know, oh, they're going to be one of the best, best defenses in the uh, league, if not the best in the AFC North. Vinny, as we head into week five of the NFL season, right now the stats say the exact opposite. They're one of the worst defenses yeah. in the NFL. I mean, overall, Bob, they're 30th on defense. 26 against the pass, 29th against the rush. The only thing, you know, I mean, they've got a bunch of sacks, but it's all Watt. Watt's the only one with double-digit sacks. But, I mean, Bob, in that game, I watched the first half. Um, they got pummeled physically. They they got whipped right from the get-go. I mean, Bob, you 24 first downs for Houston to 12 for Pittsburgh. You know? So, I mean, that was that and 139 rushing yards, 451 total yards, 225. I mean, they did what they wanted. I, I thought Pittsburgh looked slow. And... They just ran around the edges on them all, all day. And Pittsburgh didn't compete like Houston was. Bob, let me just say this. The Ravens are lucky they got Houston when they got them. 
first, you know, with Stroud in his first game. And he struggled first, second quarter. As the game went on, he got better. Yep. And then each week since, I mean, the last two games, Houston's blown people out. Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, two pretty good teams. So Houston, Houston hit the jackpot, I think, with their quarterback. But back to Pittsburgh, they've got they've got a lot of issues. And the biggest issues is in that locker room, Bob, the offense doesn't believe in the offensive coordinator. That's the biggest problem. I mean, it's been for a couple years. Yeah. Matt and, Canada for those yeah. no and, with that one. You know, the fan base. I mean, they're talking on national sports talk shows. Matt Canada needs, you know. Uh, Ryan Clark loses his mind every week. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a Steeler guy. Um, so I and Bob, when you do watch it. I mean, they're very simplistic. I mean, they just like go. It's like Giro's passing game. You know, they run a couple guys out, and if they're not open, there's nowhere to go with the ball. And the offensive line is – I was really disappointed. The offensive line plays soft. They were like catching, not knocking anybody off the ball. Remember when they played them last year? I'm saying, damn, that old line got a lot better because they knocked the Ravens off the ball that last game. And, yes, uh, Sunday, oh, Houston pummeled them. I mean, just kind of – you know, and they're playing the rookie at left tackle now. And he's, you know, he's an athletic guy. We also heard Mike Tomlin talking about the quarterback issue. They have in Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett, bone bruise in his knee, is expected to practice today. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play. Hell, Marcus Williams practiced fully for the Ravens last week. Yeah. It was inactive against the uh, Browns. So Kenny Pickett's going to try to give it a go. I mean, it might be advantage Ravens if he does, in fact, play. Bob, here, here's the definition of a bone bruise. A bone bruise is a traumatic injury to a bone. It's less severe than a fracture. You might think of a black and blue mark on your skin when you hear the word bruise, but bruises can also happen in the muscle and the bone. So, I mean, that is a painful, painful thing. You know, so I don't, I don't see them. Bob, it says the pain in a bone bruise is often more severe and lasts longer than a soft tissue injury. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I, I think they're just playing with us, you know, telling us he may play, may play. Yeah, but if you're Mike McDonald, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unless Terry Bradshaw's coming into a time machine and coming out of retirement, we're not really sweating either one of these guys, but obviously we'll talk about it over the next couple of days. And also, he talked about Mike Tomlin, his offensive performance, his teams against Houston, and the performance was sad any way you look at it. Seven points scored. They were getting dominated, as Vinny said. Yeah. It was just a very disappointing day for the Steelers, who were trying to find their way at 2-2 two and two right now. They were actually coming off two straight wins. Haven't been dominant in either one of those, but they've lost twice. The two losses, they were blown out by San Francisco and by the Texans. Uh, and, and, Bob, they luckily beat Cleveland. I mean, the defense scored 14 points. The offense did nothing. You know, otherwise they lose that game too. So, yeah, offensively they haven't done anything. And and, and this, this is another one of those games, you know, Bob, that if the Ravens score 20 points, I don't know how – unless they give them turnovers – or like a punt return or something, I don't see how Pittsburgh can score 20. 
Steelers week. Ravens three and a half point favorites in this game. Ravens three and one right now. Two and zero oh in the division. Both wins on the road. Trying to make it three and zero oh in the division away from M&T Bank Stadium, which is a great way to be. Remember last year in the AFC North, every team was three and three. If you want to get in, you want to pop off, you want to gloat, you want to celebrate, whatever you're feeling here on this Woman Crush Wednesday, we'll let you uh, do what you got to do. MLB playoffs yesterday and into the night. Orioles wait for the winner of Texas and Tampa. And Jordan Montgomery was the story of yesterday's Rangers win for Zip over the Tampa Bay Rays in front of 19,000 people yeah, was down at the Trop. Lowest postseason attendance figure since 1919 Cincinnati taking on the Black Sox of Chicago but Montgomery was outstanding Tampa at first and third with one out and then Jose Siri tries to bunt and then Jordan Montgomery looked like a young Bob Haney diving and catching the bunt himself making a one-man play so if Texas wins today game time at three o'clock they will face the Orioles. It's Nathan Avaldi, all-star, against Zach Eflin for Tampa. So the Rays are up against it. Remember, they got swept last year by Cleveland in the wild-card round. So trying to get themselves back in the series. If it gets to a game three, it will be tomorrow and would still be at the drop because the wild-card, you're kind of in one venue. It was Minnesota. And we'll get to the Twins during the whip because they're a prominent part of what we're talking about in Orioles history. But... Uh, I was kind of half joking that the Twins are going to win the American League. Yeah. They get pitching like that, and that Royce Lewis continues to do what he did. Yeah. You know, and Correa's back, and he's got championship pedigree, and Buxton can get himself ready to rock and roll. The Twins are formidable. Toronto loses 3-1. to one. Gossman gives up the home runs early, but, you know, couldn't get any offense generated against that Minnesota pitching yesterday. Hey, Bob, you know what? One thing I noticed about all four games you see the amount of pitchers that pitched? I mean, them managers ain't BSing around, Oh, man. by the way, the game time went up almost a half an hour over the regular oh, season. Yeah. Average game time changes. was 355. It's all hands on deck. There's no ghost runner no. in extra innings. Not that any of that was in play yesterday. Also, it was Arizona 6-3 over Milwaukee. Brewers were up. Three zip early. Corbin Carroll, who's going to win the rookie there in the National League. He was two for three with a homer. Two ribbies, and then late last night, well, not late, but later, Philly beat Miami 4-1. to Zach Wheeler, who's been outstanding during his postseason career, he goes into the seventh. So the Phillies, the Diamondbacks, Rangers, and Twins can all close out their respective series today. We'll give you the matchups pitching-wise. Game times are pretty much the same as they were yesterday. As a matter of fact, exactly the same as they were yesterday, and I believe the TV networks are the same are the same as they were yesterday. I, I tell you what, Bob, the, the Philly, I mean, like you put the Tampa game on, that was, like you said, there, there's no energy in the state. It was like, come on, what is this? They were getting booed for crying out loud. <laughs> Four errors. Yeah. <clears throat> but then, Bob, you put that Philly game on, I mean, how excited are the players, the fans? That was that was an awesome game to watch. I think the Phillies are very comfortable in this setting. They yeah. made the World Series last year. They're not afraid of the Braves. Yeah. They expect to, I think, handle the Marlins with relative ease. That's all to be determined. But the Orioles await the winner of Texas and Tampa. Again, throw out every trend that you accomplished during the regular season, starting game time to be determined on Saturday. 
the Orioles and uh, whoever they play, it's going to have to be reset button. Re- we're just yep. Brandon Hyde's going to meet with the media today at two. Willie announced that Kyle Bradish is starting game one. Who knows? We're assuming it's Bradish. Everybody's going to be rested and then some. Be Bradish, be Grayson. And then maybe he'll wait to see what happens over the weekend before he decides what goes on in game three. Might be a prudent decision to do that as well. Well, Bob, if Tampa wins, I'm guessing it's going to be mostly Oriole fans down there when they go play in Tampa. I mean, if only 18,000 fans are coming. When they were there for the four-game series that basically kind of sort of decided the supremacy of the division, it was a ton of Oriole fans. What, and then the Yankees came to town. It was all Yankee fans, Camden Yard. What what is uh what's a Texas atmosphere like? Though? They're very home friendly. Okay. It's like that Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah. There's some money involved in Arlington, which means you got a lot of front runners, I'm sure, involved in the situation. Now the Rangers have had a track record of success going back to the Ron Washington years where they went to back and back. World Series, but it's been a while, and Tampa trying to get straightened out. So if you want to get in, talk about the Orioles. Who do you prefer? It's Bradis Grayson. You're the manager who's pitching Game Three. If the Orioles are down 0-2, Brandon Hyde's going to have an interesting decision. By the way, yesterday was Brandon Hyde's birthday. Happy birthday, Hyder! Maryland's at Ohio State taking on the Buckeyes, and the spread just keeps going up. What's today? Wednesday? Monday was 17 and a half. As we sit here at 10-14 on the 4th, it's up to 20. Jesus. 20. Jeff Ehrman's going to be joining us inside MarylandSports.com to preview that game. Get a status report on recruiting for both football and basketball. Jim Hunter, 11 o'clock. Preview the playoff games today. And who would he rather see when the Orioles get ready for their first playoff game? Coming up on Saturday. Saturday's the Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks, right? Have we established that? Yeah, you've talked about it at nauseum. I keep forgetting stuff, Nolan. I'll tell you what happened in 1979 like it was yesterday. By the way, it's going to rain Saturday. I will say this. Saturday in downtown Baltimore is going to be a bleep show. And maybe in a good way. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're off, garbage! Yeah. The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Orioles had a workout last night. They'll get batting practice in today with an umpire. Try to simulate some stuff. Brandon High going to meet with the media around two. Stay tuned for that. Birds waiting the uh, winner. Texas Tampa. Texas advantage them. They win today. To, uh, in, they win today. They're in. They lose, then game three is tomorrow, and then obviously we'll wait for the results there. Ravens made uh, roster moves, I guess, with the practice squad for sure. Mm-hmm. Bringing back Eric Tomlinson, who was a tight end a couple years back. Trey Swilling, son of Pat. And then DeAndre Houston Carson, who was with them in training camp. Dante Demas, former Terp, was waived from the practice squad. So as we look at these moves today, Based on the banged up guys we know of now. First question I have is why a tight end? Uh, probably because uh, none of the tight ends other than uh, Ricard can block. All right. Then the other two make sense. Swilling and Yeah, Carter I mean, because Likely's not a good blocker and Kolar isn't. And, I mean, Kolar played three plays. You know, he played on a lot of the special teams um, and he doesn't run that well. So maybe Tomlinson... They like him better on on teams and stuff. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see. They may be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Kolar, Bob, because Kolar or Likely aren't getting a lot. Likely's getting some run, you know, but he's not getting any targets. Kolar gets neither. We looked at Isaiah Likely as a guy, <clears throat> possibly yep. primed for a breakout year based on the fact that Todd Munkin used his tight ends at Georgia. But Isaiah likely threw four games. Has three catches, four targets for 32 yards. And that's kind of all she wrote there. And this was a guy that looked like he might be. And this is, we're talking about uh, Mark Andrews, who missed the opening game, too, by the way. Yeah. And likely, Bob, had the critical drop in the Against the Colts. Oh, no doubt. So, um, you know, I don't know. Har- Harbs hold grudge. I don't. You know, no doghouse, Vin. Yeah, or does Munkin, or does Lamar? You know, I mean, because there's a trust factor. You know, I mean, in critical situation, they trusted him in that game to throw him a ball. Now, you think they're th- no? They're not going to do that for him. Throw him in a critical situation. Oh, Raven spreads now up to four mm-hmm. as the Maryland spread uh, rises in Ohio State's favor minus twenty. The Ravens Steelers. It was. Four and a half, I believe, on Monday. Then it dropped a point 
Now it's back up to four. This is from Caesars Sportsbook, by the way, and we're, we'll follow along with our picks on Friday. But Ravens, they're favored to win on the road. Can't lay an egg because if they can get to four and one, yeah, three and zero oh in the division before Tennessee and Detroit loom next couple of weeks. I think, given the injuries they've had, they'd be in a very advantageous situation. No doubt about it, Bob. And then, like listening to Tomlin talk, oh, we need to get started fast. We need to play. You know, if the Ravens can start fast, Bob, and come out and take the lead, we may see that whimpering Pittsburgh team. I didn't realize though that. Pittsburgh's won five of the last six, but I think Lamar's only played in two of them. Yeah, he's missed the last two Decembers. Yeah. So, I'm kind of liking our chances. Are like I play for the team. I'm liking the Ravens' chances. Don't want to jinx them. Let's get out to the phones. 410-583-1057 is the number. Let's go get Kai in Reisterstown. Kai, what's happening? My guys. What's up, guys? Two what up? Two, ten to two. Listen, man, number one, I'm taking Grace Dog, man, Grayson. I want Grayson out there starting pitcher, man. I'm excited for the game, He's going to get game two. Bradish oh, is getting get game one. Get, Bradish oh, is getting one, and I rightfully like so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the numbers. I just like Grayson. Uh, 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 another thing, Charlo was very embarrassing. I, oh, I, I, get, man. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about that fight, Bob Haney. But, Brutal. You know. He fought not to get knocked out. How much like that. and how much leverage did he lose? I mean, yes, say he no. fights his ass off and he gets knocked out in the sixth round. At least he's fighting. But to basically survive for a paycheck, I think he lost a lot of leverage for any big money fights. Terrence Crawford crossed him off his list, as a matter of fact. And I, I was just about to say that, so you already lined it up. Now let's go to my Ravens, Vinny. Yo. I always get pumped up when I start talking about the Ravens. Uh, I'm expecting the offense to start fast, and I'm a, this is to me this is a clowny type of game. You know those offensive linemen that the Steelers got, yep. the Steelers have they all banged up and they just musical chairs. So and another thing, they flowers. I, I'm noticing Vinny, and I think uh, our coordinator made a great adjustment the last couple games. They flowers is getting a lot of jams, and you know Mike Tomlin like to jam our uh, big time receiver. So I'm looking for Zay to try to. An adjustment I've seen uh, the, the coach made, he sent Zay Flowers in motion yep, yep, a lot. He yep. sent them in motion a lot, and I think we need to do that against Tomlin. And I'm just expecting uh, – I'm expecting us to win, still run the ball. But our defense, man, we got we can't let the Steelers win and then next thing you know they be first in the division after all their flows and the flaws that they had. So I'm expecting a big game from our guys, man, especially Zay Flowers this week. Now, Kai, um, Tomlin knows Zay Flowers because – Tomlin's son was at BC is at BC. So he's seen Zay Flowers play a bunch. So he I mean he gave him a ton of compliments yesterday. Did we get that by the way, Nolan McGraw? I haven't listened to the tape, but I slammed the button. So Yeah. Right. Kai. Better got it. You do that again, you're never coming back Come home. Come on, so. Kai. You gotta be better than that, baby. You gotta be better than that, Kai. You're better than that. You know you're a veteran of these sorts of things. We have time for another call. We're gonna regroup here. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Ellicott City. It is Ben. Ben, what is happening? Hey, guys. Love the show. Oh, Just wanted you. to make a comment. In the past, I was always worried about this game with Pittsburgh. They always seem to have our number. They put, I feel like Roman a lot of times put Lamar in tough situations where he's dropping back and they're keying off on him. Hopefully, they're watching the film of the Houston Texans game to see how they neutralize the Steelers from getting any sacks. Because I think... 
like Vinny said and you said, if Lamar gets out quick and they move the ball and pick up a lead, this is not the same Steeler team. They can practice this week, get the guys ready to go, but it really comes down to physicality. Yep. It shouldn't be that close, I don't think, but it's an AFC North battle. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Ben, for the Bob, call. Houston, Tunsil didn't even play. I mean, they didn't even have either starting tackle, and they threw for over 300 yards. They they doubled Watt, you know, and, and Highsmith got a few um, pressures and stuff, but they ran right at him. They ran at both ends is what they did a bunch. But as we've talked about for years, when it comes to the Ravens and the Steelers, throw the records out. <clears throat> throw the personnel out, it's a rivalry game. Yep. And it, if he plays down to a defensive battle, which can be somewhat snooze-pesty, usually comes down to the final minute or two of the game. So it's going to be close. Hey, look, we thought the Ravens were going to blow the Colts out. No. And they should have. Didn't. No. Wound up losing. Now we're lamenting the fact the Ravens should probably be 4-0. and But if they lose to the Steelers... Dennis Kai said things get a little more interesting as they head over to face Tennessee, a Tennessee team that has made uh, Ravens life miserable over the years themselves, certainly during the Vrabel era. We'll come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens offense coming up at 1045. Hey, you're four for four in the red zone. Your quarterback has 140 plus quarterback rating. You're probably liking what you did or aren't you? And then Jim Hunter's going to be joining us talking about the Orioles, who they want, who they're going to get, who's got the better chance of upsetting Baltimore's the number one seed. And we'll talk about today's wild card number two. Texas up one zip on the Rays. If the Rangers win, Tampa, bye-bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest sports news, and your place to talk about it, always. 105.7 The Fan. 
just have to focus on chapter five, which is which is a division game in Pittsburgh, playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. We understand what they're about, what kind of football team they are, and uh, we know what it takes, you know, to go play that team. John Harbaugh writing chapters mm-hmm. for his season, seventeen game year now. Ravens are four games in; they're in first place in the AFC North, and right now the early chapter says they're three and one, which doesn't surprise anyone. The one loss is the one that surprises people because it's like, all right, I could, I think you were that guy too, Vinny, with a lot of people. Oh, they're going to be three and one, but they'll lose to the Bengals, right? That or the Pittsburgh, uh-huh. or Cleveland rather. I had them two and two. One of those. The one loss was to a team they were eight point favorites to beat with a backup quarterback. So now you got to keep stacking. You're going up against Pittsburgh, which could be Trubisky, could be Kenny Pickett. Doesn't really matter because the Ravens are favored to handle their business here. And if they get to four and one, given all the injuries they've had, and let's stress to everybody that a lot of contending teams have dealt with their fair share of injuries. Look at the Jets season changed dramatically four plays into the year. No doubt. I mean, that sort of thing, it's unfortunate, but it happens. So the Ravens trying to improvise and adapt the best they can. So they're at Pittsburgh. Then they get Tennessee on the 15th overseas. In London, as a matter of fact. And then the Lions, who were in first place in their division, come in on the 22nd at M&T Bank Stadium. So if they can get there, let's see, they'd be 4-1, and 5-1, and 6-1, and 5-2, or are we accepting that before they go out to play Arizona, who, by the way, Ravens will be favored to beat, but won't be easy to beat as we've seen this year. San Francisco got them Sunday, but they compete. And I think that's, if you compete, you got a chance to win, I'm assuming. Yeah, and they're going, Bengals are going, Arizona may beat the Bengals. Uh, Good chance of that. Leaning in that direction. Yeah, Uh, I mean, but Bob, I think, the Ravens are going to have two tough back-to-back games because with Vrabel's team, that's going to be a physical game, you know, and then you got to fly back from London and then play a really physical Detroit team. That's going to be a tough game, I th- I think. Those, especially if if the uh, – and, Bob, I'm, I'm glad they're playing Tennessee and London. I mean, if they were playing – Tennessee plays really good at home, I think. I mean – they kicked the crap out of who was it last? I mean, pummeled them last week. Cincinnati, you know, and physically and beat them up Derrick and ran Henry the football. Looked very yeah. uh, 2019 playoff ish against the Ravens. So, Ravens are favored. And I know that's all people are looking at, and rightfully so. And they should handle their business, but that's why they play the games. It's a division game. It's the Steelers. Like we talk about with the Orioles and the MLB playoffs, all trends out the window over the course of what's going to be taking place there. We'll talk about the Ravens roster moves yesterday as well. Jim Hunter's going to be joining us top of the hour. The MLB playoffs started yesterday. The Tampa Bay Rays lose four zip at home to the Rangers. If Texas wins this afternoon, 308 first pitch on ABC. The Rangers are coming to Baltimore on Saturday for the ALDS time to be determined. Let's get out to the phones for Ted. 583-1057 is the number. It is Woman Crush Wednesday. 
Let's get Brian in Owings Mills. Brian, what's happening? Hey, guys, what's going on? Um, first, I, I, Vinny, um, Bob, man, you're so funny, man. I love that bet you got going on, man. Which one? <laughs> you're going to be getting nice, the one with Q and those Jets, boy. I tell you, I just wanted to laugh, man. Oh, they, I'll be drinking his beer by Thanksgiving, Brian. Their owners posing with uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> with that stupid Taylor. What an idiot named Woody. <laughs> what, what did Woody do? Took a picture with Taylor? I think the son did for it's sure. Over, oh, over okay. What an idiot. I'm glad we don't have to put up with that mess of Steve Rashad. He's too cool for all that stupid stuff. But I listen, um, Benny, man, let me ask you a question. What is your assessment of Chase Claypool, man? I heard that the, the Bears are trying to get rid of him for like a for six round pick, yeah. I just don't want to be there. I think he's a hell of a talent. He's a little bit immature, but I, I can put up with that. You know what I mean? Like I could, I you know, you can get better with that. Like if he was getting locked up or something like that, you know, he probably. Here, here's the that. thing that you hear about Chase Claypool that you don't like. You know, I mean, he got kicked out of Pittsburgh and getting kicked out of Chicago. He doesn't work hard and he doesn't love it. I mean, why do I want that guy? They don't even invite him to the stadium, right? Just stay home. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, you know, when the headache is bigger than the production, you get rid of the headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Benny, what's your take on our defense? Like, you just talk about Henry, man. He ain't going to be able to run on that defense, man. Like, yeah, I was proud of that defense, man, the way they, they set the edge and controlled their gaps. If they can play like this all year, man, they can play like this all year, man. Yeah. That defense is formidable, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I thought, right, thanks, I mean, against the run, they do a – the thing that they do really well is, and, and I told Bob yesterday, Anthony Weaver, who's the D-line coach, he does a hell of a job because fundamentally they're really good. They do a great job keeping their shoulders square, getting off of blocks, finding the ball. And then, you know, I mean, you got two best linebackers in the league that can run and find a football, and they play fast. And then and then you got Kyle Hamilton, who kind of plays like a linebacker too. So the run defense, you know, for the Ravens is very good. Yeah, Moss got him a little bit in the Colts game. Yeah. And then they had well, the big run to Ford there. They they had two runs in Indy, and both were when Ajabo got hooked. It was the first play of the game and the first play of the half, and it both was the end got hooked. And then the one uh, Ford, he did the same thing, He uh, but it got called back. You know, so they've given up a couple chunk plays, and it's been this last game it was Moon. Prior to that, it was Ajabo. Get out to the phones. Let's go to Joe and Woodbury. Joe, what's happening on this Woman Crush Wednesday? Oh, man, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Hey, Kai, you better watch what you say because you just got kaboomed. <laughs> and don't you forget it. Whoa, I'm laughing about that one. Where's and, Chuck, where's Chuck one, Barris when you need him? <laughs> and here's one for Q. I think our third-string quarterback would go up New York and win more games than what they would win this year. They need to get them. They need to call uh, DaCosta for that one. And, uh, hey, hey, Bob, you hear about uh, how uh, some people are saying that uh, the Ravens have invented a new position for Hamilton? You know what? I sort of saw a guy playing that same position in Pittsburgh years ago. I think his name was Palomalo. Am I correct? Yeah. Well, you know (laughs) what? He He pretty much did that at Notre Dame, too. They used him all over the place at Notre Dame. Right, and and, and the the similarities are so good. I'm like, man, it'd be nice if we could have so, – because you know how we hated Palomaro, man. He was yep. up in everything. He was on top of everything. He was the net in your nose, in your ears, in your eyes. If Hamilton could be that man, I'd I, I, I look for us to go a long way. 
But other than that, that's all I had to say. Hey, Q, you need uh, Johnson. Our quarterback will come up and do better. And Kai, watch what you say because El Cabong will come out on you. Y'all take it. Oh, hold up. Yes. My, my woman, my woman Quest Wednesday song, The Marvelettes Don't Mess With Bill. There you go. Leave Bill alone. As the Marvelette said, it's Vinny and Andy, 1057 The Fan. When we come back, break down a little film study for the Ravens offense to win against the Browns. Workmanlike performance against Cleveland's number one defense. What was good, what was bad. Jim Hunter, talk MLB playoffs with him. Look ahead a little bit to the Orioles taking on either Texas or Tampa. Rangers are one away. Tampa's two away, if you do the math there. Whip around, left 15. What happened in the world of sports last night? And historically, a lot of cool Orioles playoff stuff, that's for sure. 1132. Jeff Berman talking about Maryland, Ohio State as the Terps are 20-point dogs at number four, Columbus. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. All right, let's dissect some film. Ravens 28-3 over the Cleveland Browns as they are now 3-1 on the year, 2-0. In the AFC North, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Let's look at the good and the bad of the offense. Film study. I, I think the biggest thing that we're talking is inconsistencies, you know, but opportunistic is what the offense was. They got they got opportunity in the first quarter from the defense, and they cashed in eight-yard touchdown, boom, one play. And then in the second, the second quarter, they dominated. I mean, they had 23 plays for 222 yards, and they were all. And then they they had the fumble in there too, where Justice Hill, you know, where Lamar tried to toss it to him. Now, when you look at the O line, I thought McCurry. I mean, he's not going to win that battle a lot. You know, I mean, he's outmatched, but he competed. He fought his butt off, and you know, they they and Simpson did too. Simpson did some nice things on the pulling. You know, where they pull and turn up. Because, like, some of those plays, like where Lamar runs up inside, they do a beautiful job with the pulls, turn up, and, I mean, there's wide open areas. And uh, Moses, I thought Moses Moses was okay. Moses does good when he can pull and stuff. He's better in the run than he is against the pass. I mean, one time in the pass, he, like, turned his body, you know, because he's beat, but he turns his body just to shield the pass rusher away from him. thought Lindenbaum for his first game back, you know, did a good job. Did a good job there. Now, the wide receivers, or the, let me go to Ricard. I thought Ricard had a hell of a game. I don't know if they win that game without Ricard because he was the lead blocker on a lot of that stuff. And that's 305 pounds leading up through there. So he, he did a really nice job. And then he lined up at tight end a lot. He blocked down and just, and he can just move. You know, he can just move those people. He can just drive them and clear the hole out. So I thought he was, I thought he was excellent. Are you surprised that he's become that prominent in this uh, Todd Munkin offense? Because Necessity. As, yeah, as a pass catcher, he was like, hey, we got yeah. three guys, four he, guys ahead of you. When right? he caught one for fourteen, and yeah. that was, you know, if uh, you would have been out on the field, you might, they may have thrown it to you right. before Ricard. <laughs> but um, Ricard. Bob, like I said, necessity because nobody else can block. I mean, they used Andrews sometime to like motion in to help chip, but I mean to put Andrews on the line and as an inline blocker, no. They try it with Likely, and he can't do it either. And that's why maybe Tomlinson is going to be that guy to have two tight ends because you know maybe they want to run the little ball a little bit more against these Steelers, or because they have two pass rushers, you know, to get a tight end that can help a little bit. But um, 
Thought Zay Flowers competed, played well. I think he lined up more consistently this time. The biggest thing was, was Lamar was awesome. You know, from the get-go. He was calm, cool, collective. And they he was under duress, under pressure the whole game. And I don't know if I've ever seen him so consistently good throwing the football. I mean, every ball was perfect. Because, I mean, we've talked before. Oh, I threw it behind him. You know, uh, I mean, every ball was phenomenal. I mean, the ball to Andrews in the end zone, that was Joe Montana to Dwight Clark. The one to Flowers, he's off balance and throws it, what, 55 yards down the field. Um, so, Lamar and running the ball. And they were four for four in the, in the red zone. I yeah. mean, that was that was the difference in the game. You kick four field goals, and it's a totally different game. So, Lamar, he needed to have his A game, Bob, and he had his A game. And let's just hope now, because when we talked about Ravens offense, Ravens offense, what were we talked about? Inconsistent, inconsistent. Now, Lamar was pretty consistent for his, you know, four quarters. So if he can do that again next week in Pittsburgh, you know, that'll that'll really be impressive. And hopefully we get some receivers back. You know, I mean, that that's the thing. Yeah, back in practice today yeah. are the Ravens. By the way, we'll get into stats on Friday. But the Ravens right now, number one in the NFL in red zone efficiency. That's, National football. And before they were like one of the worst with Giro. But the other thing is, is Mark Andrews looks back healthy. I mean, his his change of direction is quick. And Munkin said that last week that this is the best he's been, you know, since he had gotten hurt, and it and it looked like it. So I mean, that was that was a big thing too. So um, when you're playing a team like that, there's going to be three and outs, you know. And I, I think in the second half, they just wanted to. They didn't think there was any way a rookie quarterback could move the ball. I mean, they I think they gave up 47 yards in the second half. So the only way we do is if we turn it over and give them points. Otherwise, let's just play field position. Our punter's punting the heck out of the ball. We've got a great kicker if we if we can get down in field goal range. But otherwise, they can't move the ball. Our defense is playing too good. Four games in. Any concerns at all with the fumble issues that Lamar has had here? Yeah, the, the, the problem is, Bob, is because when you're – practicing again when you're getting ready to play the Ravens all the linemen are working in practice on swatting the ball out of his hand because he's shown that he's done that and he'll give it to you you know if you if you get in tight reach for the ball because he doesn't hold it tightly so they're they're going to be working on that and, and Lamar's got to continue to take care of the ball um otherwise everybody's going to keep swiping at the ball I mean just like you know Humphrey swiped out all the time because yep. he could knock it out of people's hands so, I mean, that's that's the thing that Lamar has to do. He, he just, you know, he's, he's taking the ball, taking care of the ball phenomenally on interceptions, but he's putting the ball on the ground too much on the fumble part. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fed. That's the Ravens film. You win 28-3. You're 4-4 four, four, four in the red zone. Your quarterback has 140-plus QB rating. You're doing some pretty good things for the most part. We'll talk about the defense later on in the show, holding the Browns to only three points. Granted, it was a rookie quarterback, but you achieved success nonetheless. We'll come back. Jim Hunter, our colleague on Baltimore Baseball tonight, longtime voice of the Orioles, preview the playoffs with him. We'll talk about yesterday's games, talk about today, and Texas-Tampa, who gives the Orioles a rougher go of it once the ALDS begins on Saturday. Time to be determined. Whip around. 11-15, what's happening in the world of sports on this Woman Crush Wednesday? What happened in last night? Happened last night. We can get into it. What happened historically with the Orioles and the Ravens? We'll talk about that at Jeff Furman, InsideMDSports.com. 
Terps at Ohio State. 20-point dogs. Maryland's 5-0 for the first time in 22 years. Ohio State coming off a bye, ranked number four in the country. I think we all agree if Maryland wins, they don't just crack the top 25. They kick the door into maybe the top 12. We'll get into that and more here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.